snap, we have a sponsor. I want to be clear, this is a cool sponsor, and you should, you really should just go check them out, like legit. BustedTees.com. They have a huge selection of geeky hats, t-shirts, stickers, and socks. Themes from Star Wars and Star Trek to Harry Potter, Pac-Man, Back to the Future, other video game references, just all kinds of geeky, cool culture. You're definitely going to find something there that speaks to your inner geek. Here's the deal. At checkout, you're going to see a spot to enter a code. Type in my name, that's Jason, followed by the number 25945. That's Jason25945. Get a pretty sweet discount. There's a link over on the website or head over to bustedtees.com and enter Jason25945 at checkout. Bustedtees.com. Designs that pop culture. Knuckles are gonna crack and bleed. Oh, put some lotion on them dry ass right, hands. You just, you, just, motherfucker. you just made it really weird. Yeah. I have no objection to the twist as such, but it does represent some kind of change in our standards. What has happened to our concepts of beauty and decency and morality? It's time for Twisted Kid, Twisted Kid, Twisted Kid. Yeah, now it's time for Twisted Kid. So listen to our mixtape. Twisted! Well, thanks everybody for joining us for another fun fill. This is going to be a really fun filled edition of Twisted Kid. <laughs> Boy, yeah. is it. Uh, I'm Jason Emmett. I'm Casey Masterpiece. I'm Twisted Kid Matt. And we have a guest today. We'll let you introduce yourself, sir. (laughs) (laughs) The pace was too fast for him. Sorry. That's that's all right. That's all right. (laughs) Uh, I'm Aaron Crowell, the editing uh, manager of Warhound. I was like, I think I might have stepped on him when he actually did say his name because that's (laughs) we do that a lot in the show. Yeah. Yeah, from you guys hear us talk about horror hound all the time. Uh, we 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 pimp it like crazy because well, that's how that's actually how we met Matt was actually at a horror yeah. hound. Awesome. I actually won tickets to horror hound from Night of Living podcast. Mm, there you go uh, for my Halloween pumpkin display uh, photo that I submitted to a contest and came out thinking I was just gonna go enjoy the weekend and ended up with some of the best friends I've ever had in my life. And that's. Oh. You know what, though? And worst enemies, too. And, and but, yeah. it's going to sound like we're... <laughs> yeah, that's not, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. It's going to sound like we're, we're just saying nice stuff because Aaron's on the show, but we actually talk about this all the time, the fact that Horror Hound has been, like, this really cool... Like, we have all met some of the best friends we've ever had, and some of our closest friends in the world now live states away, but we met them. Yeah. We all met up yeah. at Horror Hound. And, uh, it's awesome, isn't it? I, I love, I love hearing that. Cause it's fantastic how it's been for me too. I've made so many friends just doing the magazines, the conventions, everything, and it's funny. I, I'm one of my best friends now. He lives like an hour away in Dayton. I live in Cincinnati, and uh, we don't, we barely ever see each other outside of the conventions but we talk almost every day you know, through text and stuff and it's <laughs> yeah it's just yeah. weird that he's lived so close all that time and we never really even knew each other existed until the convention yeah. it's a beautiful so, thing it is yeah, a, it, it is. is a really I'm, cool thing. i'm literally nine hours away and yep. uh, i talk to jay and kevin pretty much every day yeah that's so, awesome yeah. all the time i call him out for his wedding yep. a couple months ago yep it's been really yep. cool and honestly i 
we we do uh, occasionally talk about Night of Living podcasts on the show and tell people to go listen to them as well. They they were kind of the how the whole thing started for us. We um we were doing a show back in the day and uh 80s. I was listening to other podcasts and I'm listening to I, I liked a lot of horror podcasts and I'm listening to a lot, these guys Night of the Living podcast and they're talking and I I hear I think they said something about Skyline Chili and I'm like, "Huh?" Then they keep talking, and then they're like, La Rosa's. And these are, for people in Cincinnati, these are like local. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, wait a minute, where are these guys? So I sent them an a, a email, and it turns out they were right up the road from us. And they, we, we got to meet them, and we did a, we did a crossover with them. And, and they, of course, started telling us about Horror Hound. And we're like, all right, we're going to go this. We were lucky enough, our first Horror Hound, it was... Uh, I think you guys had done three or four at that point, maybe three. And we, we did a, our first one was indie, was a, was an indie horror hound, not a Cincy one. And I will tell you, uh, it was crazy. And we had so much fun that we just started going to all of them. Was it at that. the hotel? It was at the hotel. Yeah, oh God, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. we walked hotel in. Has some, some stories. We walked yeah, in. <laughs> And um, we we had like we got there early admission like we were early on a Friday and we like walk in and I'll tell two real quick stories. We walk in, it's me and Stuart. And if you, the guy, the listeners to the show know Stewie, but Stewie, uh, I don't get starstruck very easy. I don't, I don't know, I, I just don't. I can talk to just about anyone. And we walk in, and I want to say the first person we meet is Michael Berryman. <laughs> <laughs> oh man is incredibly nice yeah. and a little yeah, crazy <laughs> like a little crazy but nice and he starts telling yeah. us he uh we talked to him for a minute and uh he recorded a little bumper for our show and we're like hey you're super nice and then he starts nice. going off about he's like hey man the government has a computer man that listens to everything on your phone and it's called like we're like and stewie's face because he's looking at this you know <laughs> this big bald creepy looking guy telling the story about this the government computer and stewie's face is like terrified and me i'm like this is the best <laughs> like this is gonna be the best weekend ever and we had a complete blast yeah. so we have crazy stories at this point my horror hound stories i don't know which weekend was which anymore they just all blend yeah. into one just massive. They do. Massively they fun. They too. <laughs> yeah. We got to meet some great people out there. Um, some people that, uh, you know, unfortunately aren't with us anymore. We, I met Rowdy Roddy Piper. Uh, he mm. was wonderful. Just a super nice yeah. guy. Uh, Corey Haim. We got to meet Corey Haim the year before he passed away, actually, yep. at a horror oh, hound. God, that was, so I met was, Sid Haig out there for the first time, but not definitely not the last time. So. Yeah, Jake got some great Kool Aid. <laughs> Uncle Randy, <laughs> crazy yeah. Uncle Randy's Kool Aid. That was a night. <laughs> so yeah. what we're saying that is, he'll never remember, and a night he'll never forget. Well, yeah, that's this, that is very true. Both of those statements. But what we're trying to say is, you guys should check out Horror Hound. Uh, there's one coming up here in Cincinnati. Actually, in geez, what about a month? It's, is it even a month? Yeah, we're less than a month. It's about a month away. So uh, it's, uh, September 9th through the 11th. So, oh, that's cool. Link will be in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, we always put the links in the show notes. Uh, so check that one out. When are you guys going to be doing, are you guys going to be planning any more indie ones or any more uh, Columbus? I had fun at the Columbus one, too. That was a little crazy, too. That was the ambulance. Oh, there there might be another indie show cool. coming down the pipeline. Cool. Yeah, yeah they're, so. they're a ton of fun. There's going to be some great people out at this one. So um, we've been talking a little bit about when we see things pop up 
on Facebook, new guests and whatnot. But I know I saw Bruce Campbell was going to be there, which yeah. is just cool. Like, do honestly, if nobody else showed up, I would just go to see Bruce Campbell. <laughs> like, Bruce Campbell alone is worth... <laughs> Welcome the, to CampbellCon. It's worth seeing, so... Yeah. It'd be amazing. Um, probably yeah, face... reunions, so... Yeah, like Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I, I think I saw most, yep. of, most of that We're cast. We're bringing the Thing reunion that kind of got canceled the last show. Oh, that's you know, cool. it's cool. happening at this show. Which Currently is wearing a Thing shirt, actually. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we'll have probably <laughs> Trick or Treat, you know. Quinn Lord's coming back, which is neat because I remember the first time he did a show. I yep. mean, he was he was so young. He was right. like, when you would hand him something to sign, he yep. would, uh, he would like trace around <laughs> like Sam's face and everything. Uh, yeah. It was so cool. That uh, one would be really cool to own. <laughs> like one there, of those. Yeah. Fun fact. Guess yeah. what I own? <laughs> I own his first autograph from the first convention appearance he ever did at no your way. show. That's awesome. Yep. He, That's I carved a pumpkin. The pumpkin. Uh, I remember the pumpkin. pumpkin. Yeah, the foam pumpkin. Sam on it and had him sign it. And That's it's, great. You know, it says Quinn Lord, and he drew a little star on it and everything. He's like, what can I put on here? And I was like, whatever the fuck you want, dude. You're signing it. <laughs> so uh, I got him and Elvira both to sign different pumpkins and uh, – I still have those. It's actually probably about 20 feet away from me in the basement right now. I remember that. But that was Cincinnati. Yeah, was the first in line. So, I believe that mm-hmm. was Cincinnati, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. I remember yeah. you carving those pumpkins out of foam, man. I remember mm-hmm. those. Those were cool. Mm-hmm. Standing in line for hours. <laughs> But yeah, carrying it around. Like we'll we'll yeah. we'll go ahead and like pimp it at the beginning before we get into the show topic. Um, but obviously, Facebook is a is a great place to to find out more about Horror Hound because you guys tend to release um, guests through through social media through Facebook and stuff, which yeah. is always a big plus. But um, do you, of course, HorrorHoundWeekend dot com. You can go over there. Uh, where else can people find out more about uh, not just the um, convention but the magazine and 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 the podcast and everything yeah um horror hound radio is uh we've we haven't recorded much lately we've done a couple episodes uh since the pandemic we actually it's it's weird because you would think we'd record more during the pandemic but we didn't really record at all right so you know it's like you said about how when your show went away it got real popular it's It's (laughs) the edgar Allan poe effect or whatever you become more famous after you're dead (laughs) but uh more, you know, a lot of people wanted it to want us to bring it back, so we're definitely bringing it back. In Hold fact, on. Uh, I'm going to take notes. Notes to make soon. show popular. Kill Matt. Okay, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I just had a birthday too. Right. <laughs> we'll give we'll give you a little. I sh- I'm sure when it gets closer to time to do the cons, things probably get a little crazy in your guys's world too. It probably slows things it, down. It a always is crazy, yeah. really, to be honest. Yeah, I can especially imagine. with COVID now, it's yeah. made everything oh God. insane. Like trying to get a magazine printed right now, and Nathan just did his book. Um, you know, so I that saw that. Yeah, I saw that. He posted yep. something on uh, Facebook about it, and I was like, that that's really freaking cool, man. So, yeah, he uh, that he. Pretty much, that's a solo act right there. He, uh, I think, he kind of wanted to do it on his own, and he uh, put his he put to put himself to work on it. I mean, it's it's almost like an encyclopedia on every licensed horror movie comic book that's been made. Um, he had to draw some lines in the sand here and there with sci-fi because you know, sure, you always can't encompass everything. But we're gonna do hopefully an extended version of it later, and that'll and you know have like Konga and King Kong and godzilla and stuff that couldn't go into the book that's cool but uh yeah i'm 
you know, it's really exciting. Proud of him. That was a huge accomplishment to do. And on top of, like you said, balancing, you know, everything else that we have going on all the time. The magazine, but, uh, the cons, yep. lives. <laughs> I mean, you guys, yeah, you guys have is, to have those lives too. Lives is the hard part. <laughs> everything else isn't so bad. Just going to work every day and being there going, I wish I was doing this other stuff that I do when I'm not here. Oh, uh, we hear but, you. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that, we, <laughs> that part we definitely get. There's there's what you got to do it's and the then dream. there's your passion, right? I mean, it's... Yeah, there's and, the, it's the carrot on the uh, stick that we're chasing every day. Well, yeah. like I said, we're we're we've always been grateful. It's always been fun, and it's like like we said, we've been been introduced to some of our best friends in the world through through the con and through you guys. So, thank you for that. We That's appreciate awesome. it. We, well, thank yeah. you for the support and everything. We appreciate that too. And now that I said thank you, fuck you, dude. What'd you make me watch? Yeah, what the hell, man? <laughs> God, I'm so glad my wife went to bed early. <laughs> We can just watch it and go, ooh, I don't have to explain this shit to her. All right, cool. <laughs> That's a date movie. What are you talking about? Well, I mean, date is involved in the phrase that happens at one point. But, you know, maybe it's a date. Maybe it's not. Um, maybe it's kind of. So yeah. we, we've been teasing. Yeah. Uh, we have not told the listeners. It, it will go up before the show. Before the show releases, we'll let everybody know. But we've been teasing. We actually talked on the show a couple of weeks ago on the show proper so the way it works is we do our show and then occasionally we do these like spinoff episodes um Mm -hmm. matt and i started a long time ago uh where we would talk about these bizarre movies we watched as kids and it's like it all started with me i think and peanut butter solution the peanut butter solution i bring it up and i'm like Mm -hmm. he's like what is this you speak of and i made him watch it and he's like back in 2014 and it became it became a whole podcast and then he tells me Stuart gordon did he direct that? Oh, that that would explain that a would lot. Explain but no, I don't think he did. I, don't, I don't think he did though. <laughs> I'm going to look it up because that that would be intriguing. There is a weird movie though that he directed, and I, I don't remember what it's called. And I thought that was it, but maybe not. This was early '80s too, so we're talking. And this is a Canadian film. It's it's what, just it's a, like '84. It's a it's a kids movie, but it's really weird. It's like a really weird kids movie, and it's I'm familiar with it, but I've 1985. Never seen it. Yeah. 85. Okay. Jay, send him a link after, please. So <laughs> He's I, going to see it. Michael Rubo, Rubbo, R-U-B-B-O, is the director of yeah, that? I don't know. Hmm. So yeah. I tell Matt that. It's Matt, very Canadian. Matt tells me about yeah. this movie called Scuzz Bucket, which it turns out he was wrong. It was called Fuzz Bucket. And uh, he calls me one day and he yeah. says, hey, man, it's real and it's on Disney+. Plus." <laughs> so... I watch this film and it just becomes this whole thing when we're like, you know, it would be fun to just occasionally get together and just, it doesn't have to be horror. It can be anything. There's a lot of horror, but stuff we saw as kids that one reason or another, it it made us the twisted kids we are today. Like what about these bizarre things? So we were talking on the show and I told him, I I was like, I asked Aaron to be on the show and uh, I told him he could pick whatever he wanted. (laughs) Matt's like, Uh, cool. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Except his response was, how weird am I allowed to get? <laughs> and Matt's like, oh, yeah. Matt and Kevin are like, oh, God. I, I was like, oh, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in for this one because I love, like, just bizarre movies. Yeah. And, I mean, like, I, could, I talk about it all the time. Killer Clowns from Outer Space is the movie that I've probably seen more than any other movie. And it's just because it was on every yep. weekend when I was growing up. Oh, yeah. And... Whenever we go to visit my grandma before she passed, it was 
you know, oh, hey, the grownups are talking. You kids go in the other room and watch the clown movie. The is what they refer to. There you as. go. <laughs> so we watched the clown movie. Turns out it's like this super campy, like weird ass clown horror movie. And uh, I love it. It's yeah. fantastic. <laughs> so so yeah, I, I've seen that more than anything just because it was on all the time and I was told to get out of the room. So yeah. <laughs> we so still tell them that. <laughs> get out of the room, Matt. Yeah. 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 So, watch the clown movie. So we were actually. Watch the clown movie and shut up. <laughs> we were actually recording. Um, an episode of the show we were actually in the middle of recording it when i'm telling them this and i'm like and they're going oh god what could happen i said well let me go check and see if he said what movie and i actually click on it and i just start laughing and i'm like all right i'll tell you guys (laughs) after because i've heard of it but i'd never seen it um so we i tell the guys we assign the film you know we assign and uh kevin watched it first (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we didn't we just yeah, took the bullet. Kevin's woke as hell now by the way <laughs> <laughs> Kevin then texts us the next day and says have you guys watched this movie yet and we're both we're both like no actually we're slated we're I'm supposed to watch it today or whatever and he's like okay well we'll talk about it <laughs> <laughs> And there was a like, lot of uh, trepidation in his voice. There was. There was yeah. quite a bit. Um, I'm glad you could hear that through text. There was definitely <laughs> yeah. a lot of trepidation. It, I, I, I talk about not being able to decipher tone through text very often, but uh, yeah, I did on that one. I was just like, oh, oh, what's going on in this? Because I've seen literally just like some of the melting scenes, and that was it. Sure. Yeah. Those and, are the uh, nicest scenes. That's that's <laughs> the, the highlight reel, basically, is what I saw. Um, yeah. And yeah, uh, full disclosure, I, I just, yeah, just, just <laughs> this mo- or right before we got on to record this, I watched the short film it's based on. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, have you seen that yet, Aaron? I have not. I have not oh, either. Okay. Yeah, um, he asked us, and I, I sent know, it to I Jay and Kevin. Um, it's on YouTube, but uh, yeah, I'll. Uh, I think I'll. I think I'm friends with you. But anyway, I'll, I'll send a link, and we'll we'll get it out to you. But yeah, awesome. Um, they literally took what seems to be everybody who was in the short film and then said, Hey, it's been three years. We have a little bit more of a budget and part of a script. Let's make a full movie. And, uh, yeah, the main, uh, homeless person, we'll say Fred, the main street. Freddie. Crash, it's Freddie. I think uh, is his name, right? Yeah. I think Freddie yeah, and Kevin, Freddie Freddy and Kevin. I got a name. Yeah. yeah. The brothers are Freddie okay. and Kevin. Oh, yep. Because uh, I read the cr- the credits as they were rolling at the end of it, and pretty much everybody was like, accepting prostitute. And <laughs> I was just like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Like, they all had, like, descriptor names. Accepting and, uh, prostitute. <laughs> yeah, like when they're, when he gets thrown in the back of the police van, sure. and she's like, yeah, hey, I, you got some time? And it was whatever. And yeah, she was the accepting prostitute. What were the rest uh, of them? <laughs> she was just one of them. What they were disinterested. I think it was like smell. disinterested prostitute. Um, I'll actually pull it up on IMDb because it's got to be on there. It was it was pretty ridiculous. Like everything was just like prostitute mob the heart of gold. Yeah. <laughs> well, what I'm dying to do because I was taking notes as we were going through. We should probably say Street Trash is a 1987 film. Which I'll be honest, when I read 87, it seemed earlier. Than that to me, but it yeah. does. Um, it yeah. really does. This movie's directed by J. Michael Moreau, and this guy actually like did a bunch of stuff with James Cameron, like a bunch of stuff with oh, James yeah. Cameron. So I was reading about oh, it how far he came. 
Yeah, he did a lot right. of like steady cam work and stuff for for James Cameron, but he did a bunch. So I was like, wow, that's crazy. But I I'm taking notes as I'm watching this, and I just like I my notes are like so like okay. So they start off real simple. Like I'm like. <laughs> My first note is like, hey, this first melting scene was done pretty well. And then I added, I liked Kevin's description of the melting scenes. Kevin, do you want to tell them what you told me the melting scenes reminded you of? Well, it's like Tom Savini, you know, decided to direct a Skittles commercial. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. You definitely want to taste a rainbow. Or or not, after watching this. Um, I don't... Uh, real, real quick, I, I pulled up IMDb and I wanted to give you a couple of those descriptions. Okay, and uh, be be warned that uh, the words that they use in there are very uh, of the time, and they would now be referred to as sex workers. Um, there is receptive whore in van, whore on telephone, whore in van, other whore in van, 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 Pump Street gang leader. Uh, Chef at restaurant, workman at wrecking yard, like just yeah, smoking derelict. Last stage of Ed's melt, and the Viet Cong vampires. There's nice. three of those, four, four of those. Sorry. Well, I Vietnam yeah. vampire. Oh yeah, all yeah. Right. Flashbacks, yeah, the little flashbacks. Okay. I didn't know there were vampires, but I didn't either. <laughs> yeah, apparently I there were some vampires I just involved. There were zombies or something. Yeah. So before, and I do want to get real into this before i do though i gotta read because this sums so much up i read this uh so roy frumkes if i'm saying this right roy frumkes he wrote the screenplay right and he actually the the quote from him is i wrote it to democratically offend every group on the planet and as a result the youth market embraced it (laughs) as renegade work (laughs) and it played midnight shows so there you know he went into this saying i I just want to say this so, the way I first encountered Street Trash, I was going to ask. I was 14 <laughs> years old, and my dad took me to a comic convention. And we lived in Virginia at the time, and it was in uh, Crystal City, which is next to DC. It's like right next to Fort Meade. It's where all the patents are done and all that stuff. Um, anyway, they there was a comic uh, store that was in the uh, Crystal City Underground. They had this underground mall. It was really cool. And um, they put on a little comic convention. It wasn't like comic conventions today. Sure. I mean, like nothing like that. It was just like a bunch of like awkward looking people standing in a room together, like looking through comics, <laughs> a couple boxes of comics. And, you know, they would, but they had this screening room and they like, you know, told everybody, all of us, because there aren't very many of us, all to go in the screening room and sit down. And they were going to show us some like trailers and stuff. And we're like, okay, cool. So we sit down and uh, first they showed us Robocop. Which, like, you know, this is before anybody right. really even knew it existed. I mean, you know, we didn't have TV trailers for new movies at that time or anything. So, <laughs> like, and I mean, they're showing, like, the scene where his hand gets blown off. I mean, the most graphic <laughs> shit. And I'm going, this is amazing. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, like blown away. It's a gore hound. I'm just, you know, I'm I'm in hog heaven. And then they're like, okay, now we're going to show you this trailer for this new movie that's coming out called Street Trash. And they play the trailer and we're watching that. And again, more gore, you know, only it's like, you know, like Kevin said, it's uh, <laughs> looks like somebody used crowns to yes. do it in jelly. Right. Um, but I just remember thinking, this is, I want to see this movie more than anything in the world, you know, like 
screw Indiana Jones right now. Street trash is the thing I need to find and see. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they actually walked around and handed us all posters for the movie, too. They had promo posters. So, like, I got to take that home. Otherwise, it's like, you know, if, if I didn't have that poster, I'd be like, that was a bizarre dream that never really happened because <laughs> I barely remember anything from that time period. But I had that poster to prove it. And I remember it had a big, like, white section on the bottom that I cut off because I thought it looked dumb. And I guess that's where they would have wrote the screening time. Yeah, that makes sense. The locations and stuff. But uh, I got to go to the 30-year anniversary of the film at uh, Cinema Wasteland and meet all of the people in the film. That's kind of fun. Oh, wow. I'll I'll go into that later after we talk about the movie more. But, uh, yeah, it was amazing. It was it was a great experience to, like, get them all to sign that very poster from when I was 14. That and, is like, really cool, actually. That's, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. <laughs> Especially considering, like, that's kind of what the show is about. Like, this thing that you remember from your childhood that's just sort of stuck with you for, you know, all oh, these yeah. years. That's really That's, that's really why cool. I went with it. I was hoping that none of you had seen it, so nope. it would be uh, very interesting. <laughs> it, it's actually been reactions. on my list. So, yeah, I've, yeah. I've, I've, I think I've Good. seen previews for it before, and uh, but never had actually sat down and watched it. So, <laughs> um, Yeah, this is a complete surprise for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kevin's not necessarily, like, I... I'm kind of like you. I like uh, and Matt as well. We're we're big horror movie fans, and we we like them all. Even the, like the campy stuff, like it doesn't matter. Yeah. We and we we were just discussing this the other day, Matt and I were that it's like there are certain groups of people in the world that we 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 not only appreciate, we kind of enjoy what we call quote unquote bad movies. Like they're fun yeah. to us, and mm-hmm. um, we kind of the camp behind them like makes them. I don't know. Just like I said, more enjoy. There are legitimately bad movies that you watch and you're like, no, that just sucked because I think they were trying yeah. to be good. It's mm-hmm. then there's ones that it's like, hey, we are aware of what we're making here, <laughs> so let's just have fun yeah. with it. So, uh, my next note was there are a lot of racial slurs in this film <laughs> because I heard significantly like omitted from the short film, so they definitely inserted them. When oh, they got a budget. And there's one well, of these. They went, hey, let's get racist here. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, oh, why? Well, they were equal opportunity. They didn't leave anybody out. <laughs> no. True. Yeah. I mean, you hear the H word, N word, G word. I think there's like a, a Y G- word. Oh, G word. Say them all. Yeah. yeah. Go, ahead, go ahead and say them all, Kevin. Go for it. I, I, I don't want to. Okay. I was kind of curious if he was. He was like, oh, it's, and then we just like bleep, 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 bleep. Yeah. Just, just like a, a 20 second, just waka, 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 waka. I really want to hear. One of the parts, if, of the it, parts that always gets me is uh, when he, he's uh, the cop is standing there and that woman's like, help that man, help that man. And he's like, you know, gets kind of in an argument with her. Yes. And then she says, you're the type of cop that would pull me over and rape me. And he's like, honey, I'm sure, I'm not even sure you don't have a penis down there. And everybody <laughs> around him is like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it just God. like summates the movie right there for you. Pretty much, yeah. What? Yeah. I, like <laughs> I want to say, too, I, make, I made this comment to the guy, and it's because of that scene. It's funny that you brought that scene up. I, I said, you know, for a low-budget movie, obviously the sound quality isn't as great as, like, you know, some of your higher budgets. So, and, but a couple of the guys, a couple of the main cast members 
actually do a pretty good job on the acting front. It's some of the extras and side characters that you can tell, and that lady was one of them. I'm like, yeah, she's not great. <laughs> but, <No. laughs> but, um, the one I thought really kind of was good, the, the scene where Bronson is telling the story of being in Vietnam, I'm like, it's kind of, it felt really real, and I'm like, did they did they give him an actual like script, or did they give him like a general direction and just say, now tell us a story? Because it felt like he was just sort of coming up with it right there on the spot, and I'm like, hmm. I wouldn't have been surprised. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. Fact. So my next note... Used I, a lot of that. <laughs> I'm just curious if, uh, I just want to see what this stuff sparks. My next note is literally... Dude is shoving food in his pants, but rethinks the watermelon. <laughs> Which <laughs> I love it. He's like, he's like just shoving food down his pants, but he picks up the watermelon and he just looks at it for a second. Like, can I do this? Can I not do this? Also, I don't know if you guys noticed, but he was in like a frozen food section, but there were diapers. That, I, that really threw me off. I'm like, why are there diapers in the frozen food section? A little Jay. To be honest, I didn't look that. Close. I know, but look, man, it caught my <laughs> attention. <laughs> Can't overthink this movie. Yeah, I like know. I know. <laughs> uh, my next, and I'm just going to give. I only have a few more at one. At some point, I just stopped taking notes. I was just like, nope, done. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think I know which point we have the yeah. trope of the 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 morgue tech eating on the job. That's in here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I wrote at this point. I think this movie's one step above a trauma film. <laughs> I said. Apparently, you're, we're getting close. I said, apparently a homeless person can walk off with a drunk woman and no one stops it. This is how bodies are found. Dot, dot, dot. My next note. Oh, shit. Who knew I was right? <laughs> <laughs> it was a different time. I did not know this yeah. was about to happen. I said, we got a... Yeah. I said, this is my note. Very uncomfortable sex scene followed by, what the fuck, gang rape? Question <laughs> mark. And then I said, oh, my God, is this junkyard boss about to... And then I said, wait a minute, is that corny music playing while this happens? And then I said, are they playing this as a joke? And then I said, wait, now a dick was just ripped off? Then we find out, yes, it was in fact necrophilia. Then monkey in the middle with a penis. What the hell am I watching? <laughs> so you see, you see what... Yeah, so... Was there air quotes around that, Aaron? <laughs> some air quotes <laughs> So, uh, we did discuss it. Uh, that scene would not probably play well today. And it was no. the only, the biggest issue I had with it. movie wouldn't play no, well No, you're right. Not really, yeah. The, the only issue I had with it was, like, they played it like a joke. Like, they were literally playing corny-ass music while this. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, I was telling Jay the only humor. thing they were missing was like the you know the tuba song was like wah, 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 well they kind of had wah, wah, that wah, wah, wah. As, <laughs> as he like that. goes up and grabs a yes a dead woman's leg and <sighs> cut scene and all of a sudden he's zipping his pants up it's like bro, oh and oh, here's what did what you they, just do well man remember what the cop told him later too right yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. we we found all kinds of semen in her oh god <laughs> uh, can you tell whose it was we <laughs> like, can <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Third from the last, last, as syphilis. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the thing, too. So it was hard for... itching. (laughs) It was hard for a few minutes. So I'm watching the the movie starts off, and I'm like, I can't tell who's my protagonist, who's my antagonist. I couldn't really figure it out. And it wasn't till... So when that scene first played out, and I'm like, oh, God, what is happening? 
And then they kind of start introducing this like mob boss who I thought was going to play a much bigger role and didn't. Played by the great uh, Tony Darrow. Tony Darrow. From Goodfellas. Yeah, yeah, Goodfellas, Sopranos. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. So this movie has credibility? (laughs) He plays Durant. Durant, I I think, is his name, right? Here's I've, a I've fun. never seen Goodfellas, but I know of its oh. uh, its clout in the in the film world. Yeah, yeah, and I'm assuming you haven't seen The Sopranos either. No, I haven't seen uh, The Godfather. I can't either. believe uh, Matt. I'm I'm not a I'm not a, a gangster type. Uh, that's fair, but you fan. need to see The Godfather, The Godfather Two, yeah. and Oh, I owned it for like ten years on DVD and never watched it. Yeah, Goodfellas, Goodfellas, yeah. Goodfellas is all day long. Matt, you would it's like. got a guy from Home Alone in it, right? It does. Yeah, Joe yeah. Pesci. Joe Pesci yeah. is his name. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, he's fantastic. He is so good. Terrifying. <laughs> Just trust me, Matt. Watch it. The the is that the and then tell do I me make about you laugh. Yeah, yes. is that that movie? yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait till you, just wait till you get to the pen scene. You'll understand. Yeah. By the way, Aaron, <laughs> none of this is a joke. I genuinely like. I'm I'm really behind on movies I should have seen. He is. You know, no, that's all right. It yeah. happens. No, I'm the same way. But he's seen. But he's seen I'm Street jealous. Trash because <laughs> he gets to watch yeah, it for the first time. Exactly. Exactly. I've seen Street Trash. I've seen Fuzz Bucket. I've seen like Killer Clowns from Outer Space many, many times. Like movies that nobody else really talks about outside of like specific groups of people, like the four of us right now. I've seen them, but like, hey, have you seen Predator? Uh, I mean, I have now, but it's <laughs> I thought, where were past, you going like, with that, years. man? Where <laughs> yeah. were you going? No, I'm just saying, like that—that's the type of thing that got brought up, like. I didn't even see Alien until like three years ago. He's mad. So, well, yeah. So, I spend my time watching I was, just absolute shit. I was really <laughs> confused by, and by the way, not not large justification here, but I was like, they do this, basically this gang rape scene, and then this necrophilia scene, and I'm like, what was the justification? Well, I guess it was justification for we're going to kill some of some of these people at the end of this movie. I. Yeah, sort of. Sort of. And that was I mean, the you other gotta thing. You got to wonder if maybe somebody, maybe Roy Frumkiss's, uh personal experiences came into play somewhere. Like maybe he was like hated like the uh, the New York, you know, guys and they got these girls and the girls were just with them for that reason. Very superficial. It's possible. And uh, he's punishing right. the superficial female society through that character, you know, throwing her to the wolves of the of the poor people, you know, that just would love to get a hold of somebody like that in that way. This I, po- I mean, I, if you want to, yeah. I, I mean, I could see the, the commentary being added on there. Uh, it's, sort of I, an it's a deeper movie, incels. I think, than it gets credit for. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's not deep in a positive way. As you said. I was going to say, I think you just added well, a whole lot of layers to it. Yeah. Just well, with that said, one comment. One of my notes but, down here said, like, Am yeah. I is is these people suck? Is there anybody I'm supposed to like in this movie besides right, the kid, right. uh, I, I Kevin? Kind of, I, actually, I kind of wanted him to die, and he shares my same name. So really, I, uh, he didn't do anything, yeah. and the and the girl, she didn't do anything. I mean, they were okay. Like they, I have a, yeah. but like even the main character, who I think is Freddie, 
he is kind of our main character. Well, I wanted to die first, yeah. He's not. Actually, me and Kevin were talking about, we kind of, Bronson was the one we were rooting for the most. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, sorry listen, he's just suffering from PTSD. The guy is obviously, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's kind of a jerk, but he hasn't really done anything too bad. At least, or most of it, he hadn't. Well, he did he rip did that guy him. out of the car and smash yeah, he his head did through hit the that lady. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. Well, yeah, well. the guy had it coming. He, he parked with his window down. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you can't do, do that. that. That's not okay. Yeah, you true. Roll your windows up and lock them. Well, did you see that guy? He was a nerd. <laughs> yeah, he had it coming. Yeah, I Goddamn did. Goddamn bow tie. I did Weekend tell warrior. <laughs> hey, right, exactly. That guy was you know bragging about some weekend warrior shit. That's what he. That's why right. he had it coming. Um, I did tell these guys. I did not know that this was based on a short film until uh, after I watched it, and and, yeah. and I think Kevin told me. And it's funny because one of my notes was literally um, very thin plot, like they stitched together a few scenes between melted people. And then Kevin's like, oh, it was based on a short film. I was like, ah! Where all they do is melt. Makes a lot more sense. Literally all they do is melt. Now, I, I will say this. The effects budget dramatically increased so the from effects the short were film really, to the But the, the effects film. were really fun. Oh, I think, yeah, yeah, they are. I They're like a it. staple of the 80s. They really that are. Part, so good. Yeah, because, I mean, think about it this way, you know, you can show that off on the cover of, you know, Fangoria Magazine easy yeah. at the time because there's no, it's not blood. It's all these right. rainbow colors. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like when they did Evil Dead, you know, Evil yeah. Dead 2, they infused a lot of the black blood and stuff. To get the rating, yeah. If you had too much red, you the sensors would be all over you, you know, and so yeah. like street trash could fly through a lot of that because there's, of the gore. There's so like no blood in this movie. No, not really. There really isn't. I, a, lot I, of, a lot of vomit and pus. And, even when you and I like that every melt was yeah. different. Yes. Like everybody, Flying like one guy dicks. exploded, yeah. one guy like melted into a toilet, and you know, another that guy was on the, on the uh, balcony, and he's melting, and then that's actually Roy Frumkiss is the one who actually gets hit with the um, okay. goo on the okay. face. Oh. And uh, yeah, it's in another interesting cameo too is did you notice the uh i don't know how you know well versed you guys are in trauma films but if you've seen nukem high oh yeah um you'd probably oh, the recognize the, the the punk uh the female punk who has kind of the nazi mustache in uh nukem high she's one of, i guess she's the gang leader that they were talking about in that little scene with yeah. the three punks on the street and the, they get arrested and you see them later again so she's like a trauma a, connection yeah, she's like a, a local New York, I don't know, like just a regular on the punk scene there, and she's popped up in a lot of movies. Oh, that's cool. I thought yeah. it was kind of neat that she's in both of those films. That's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The I agree. the The first melting scene, Matt, was probably my my favorite out of all of them, and it was interesting how it was the most colorful too. Uh, it was. They were yeah. none of them were quite the yeah, same. The one guy and the one guy did explode, which I was a little like, oh, okay, yeah. he's just gonna blow up. That's cool. <laughs> Um, but what I what I will say is one of the things I appreciated is so the whole thing takes place because of this this I, we're, we're just gonna say alcohol quote unquote that he finds in a wall <laughs> called Viper yeah the li- I, the liquor store they owner. never yeah. I and I appreciate this they never they don't explain it it's just he finds yeah. it in a wall that's yeah. it you know I love that I kind of yeah, like it that's too. The, that's the best part of like movies from that time period. They didn't have to feel like they had to explain themselves. They just yeah. did whatever the hell they wanted. And they're like, you figure it out. I, I liked that. The kind of ambiguous, like, I don't know. He just finds it in a wall and 
here's what happens. People drink it. I love how his first thought was, I'll sell it for a dollar. And he does. <laughs> the American way. <laughs> never tries it himself until the very end of the movie. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I made a mistake. Now I'm dissolving. <laughs> I mean, that shit works <laughs> it was fast, too. wine. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, works. it does. As soon as they, like, hits their mouth. You right. notice the first guy, when he does, he sticks his tongue out, and it's blue instantly. Yeah. And then he starts to melt right away. But other people, they barely even get it up to their mouth, and they're already melting. <laughs> it was, uh, it was the, the melting scenes were well worth it. And this this was, and you re- read this all over online when, when you're reading about this movie, but that was that was sort of a thing. Uh, in the eighties, for for a minute, about like melting movies, as they call them, and this was amongst yeah. the, the the melting movies. I think about the Incredible Melting Man. I is remember like that one of my favorite yeah. films. One of my favorite films, and like it's really a simple movie. Like it's almost kind of boring in a way. And uh, Rick Baker did the effects in it, which it's one of his first movies I think he ever did effects for. And he's kind of, <laughs> I think he's kind of ashamed of it a little bit, but. Uh, I love it. I think that the, the the gore scenes in it are amazing. Like there's this this weird scene where this this guy's head is floating downstream and it goes off of a uh, little waterfall and hits the rocks and like you're just like why would somebody film that? <laughs> it makes it makes no sense. But that movie's ultra gory and just fun for the its time. You know, from the time period it came from, it it stood out so much. But yeah, you're right. And then you have the the blob. The blob, the stuff, I think, is kind of a melting people kind of thing. Yeah. That's on our list, too. Gremlins has some good melting scenes. (laughs) It does have a good melting scene. You're not wrong. (laughs) It does. There's a really good melting scene in Gremlins. Uh, Fuzzbucket has a reverse melting scene. It does. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Okay, okay, let's talk about this, because you, Aaron, will appreciate this. Have you seen Fuzzbucket? by Mick Garris. Have you seen Fuzzbucket? Fuzzbucket? No. It's 45 minutes on Disney+. Plus. It's not good. It's a Disney movie. It's not a horror film. Okay. okay. Keep that in mind. It's a Disney Disney film. Plus, a not family good. movie. Okay. Yeah. By Mick Garris. Directed by Mick Garris, starring okay. Phil Fondacaro as Fuzzbucket. Uh huh. Robin Lively. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um, the principal from Animal House, or the the dean from Animal House, whatever you call him, he's mm-hmm. in it. Um, and there's a straight up Hellraiser scene. Straight up looks. It's like yeah. mm-hmm. like uh, an invisible friend. To this young boy, drinks something I can't remember exactly what it was, but he drinks something not unlike street trash, and he materializes, but in the way that like the human anatomy would materialize. We see bone in reverse. And blood you start off and- as a nervous system, and then blood vessels, and blood, and then muscles, and yeah, it is Doctor Manhattan. <laughs> it, yeah, it is Frank. It's coming out of the floor in the attic in Hellraiser. Oh. Yeah. It's weird, gory, but like it's that? a rat person. Well, a little bit. So imagine if uh, Alf and a rat. Oh, and by the way, it's voiced by the same guy that does Winnie the Pooh. Tim Tim Cummings. Jesus. Imagine yeah. if a rat and Alf had a baby. That's what Fuzzbucket looks like. Yeah, and pretty much the yeah. scene where he Ralph forms for the first time. He like form like you, we said. You see the blood and the the muscle, and, and he like forms into this figure. And I'm like, this is a freaking like family kids movie. And I'm like, that was straight up a Hellraiser scene there. 
the rest of the film awesome. just gets really weird. <laughs> so, Let's make I mean, Garrett's Fuzzbuzz are trying to kiss the kid and whatnot. It's oh, yeah. what? kind of gross yeah. and weird. There's some weird stuff yeah. going on there, but yeah, yeah Mick Garris, it's 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 on Disney Plus. I'm not recommending it, but I'm telling you, I love Phil Fondacaro yeah. though, big Phil Fondacaro oh. fan. But yeah. I, I like him and I like Mick Garris, and so yeah, I'll, uh-huh. I'll have to watch it. Now. It's I actually it's got to meet movie. Phil yeah. Fondacaro last year, <laughs> and we talked about Fuzzbucket at length. And I went to his Q and A panel. And he brought up, you know, Fuzzbucket because I mentioned it in the conversation. And then he goes on talking about, you know, the experience of making Fuzzbucket. And I, I just, you know, I'm sitting in the back row just like, yes, this is amazing. So I got a video of that if anybody's interested and wants to see it, you know, I'll post it somewhere. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Have you great. listened to uh, his podcast? Phil Fondacaro? Mick Garris? Mick Garris. Oh, I was like, uh, Phil Fondacaro has one? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna subscribe. I mean, it's possible. That would be, cool. be great. I'll yeah. check it out. It I didn't know McGarris had one either, though. So, yeah, really? It's, no, yeah, postmortem, pretty good. I'll have yeah, to check it out. It's huge. It's really good. And I mean, you just think about all the people he has access to. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah. That's yeah. true. I mean, you're not. Yeah, that's probably pretty good. I'll have to check it out. I'll put it on my list now because I'm kind of out. Of, I'm to the point like I. I'm I'm a little pickier than I used to be. I say this as a person who has a podcast, but and I'm always looking for something good to listen to. Um, the problem these days is, you know, there's a lot out there, and you don't really know. So I take res- recommendations very seriously, uh, especially from people I trust with their recommendations. Yeah. So I will check it out. Yeah, um, it's, it's really good. I thought it was really interesting that Bronson does not melt, but the scene yeah. is kind of awesome. True. <laughs> oh yeah, that was yeah. one of my favorites. It was really His cool. Head getting ripped the fuck off by a by an air tank. No, it's like, one of the most original decapitation scenes, you know. It was pretty cool. Great aim. Yeah, it's very followed bad. followed by a random upskirt shot, which was weird. I know. <laughs> with his weird like animatronic head, like, yeah, his head just sort of laying there. Like, he's like, oh yeah, the- <laughs> look at that. And like, why did that even happen? <laughs> I know. I love random shit like that though yeah. in movies. That's 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 to me like the ice thing on the on the cake, you know. It's yeah. Well that's the that's we the comedy of it, right? You know. This movie's a dark comedy, so and that's what yeah. they very, very dark. It was the director's way of saying thank you for your service, Mr. Bronson. <laughs> yeah. There you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> um, we gotta thank treat you our fans better. <laughs> Enjoy this upskirt. Yeah. Please. So I'm sure you guys read some other stuff online. I want to talk about one that I want Kevin to bring up the creepy one. Uh, oh, so God. they, I read that a 1987 UK video version of this was cut by six seconds and removed shots of the severed penis and the melting breasts. Which uh, that, that was it. Yeah, out of all it. the things they chose to remove, yeah. <laughs> like oh, weird, too much flying dick. Okay, <laughs> let's, the let's cut it back. Fine, let's cut no about three seconds off of that. Jeez. Like, <laughs> God, yeah. all right, it's interesting. Sure. We got it. Okay, UK. Like I said, there's no blood in this movie. Even when they yank a guy's dick off, there's no blood. There's just no, there's no. never no. any blood. Uh, I, just I, a really sad guy running around trying to catch his dick in the wind. Have you guys read yeah. the whole thing about? And and it, by the way, if it's true, it's freaking genius. Uh, the uh, I think it's uh, Nightmare on Street Four, Dream Master. Have you read this or heard about this? Where they they knew they were going to get like nailed by the the uh, ratings board, so they purposely. Mm-hmm filmed a scene that was like way bloody and gory that they had no intention of having in the movie at all 
where like Freddy attacks uh, someone on a beach and like cuts their boobs off and everything else. And they showed it to the ratings board and then said, of course, the rating boards came back and they're like, no, we have to. And they said, well, we'll make you a deal. We'll go ahead and cut that scene out. Because back then it was like you would bargain. We'll take this out if you'll give us this. So they filmed this scene intentionally knowing that they never intended. I guess the scene didn't have anything to do with the movie, but they did it knowing that they could then go. All right, we'll take. How about we take that scene really out? Smart idea. I thought so too. If it's true, that is brilliant. So I kind of want to know if it's true or not. But this, like you were Robert talking, England, come on the show. Let's talk. Yeah, about there it. you go. <laughs> but like you were saying, uh, Evil Dead Two, same kind of deal. You know, they okay. Well, yeah. we just won't to, to to avoid the X rating. We'll mm-hmm. we'll we'll make the blood every color but red, and the same kind of right. thing with this film. You know, and if I remember, you talked about RoboCop. It was originally going to get an X rating as well. Yeah, when it came yeah, that, out, the the scene where he gets shot up is uh, they cut the hell out of that after the movie came out. But obviously, you know, if, if we were lucky enough to see these movies in the theater at the time, you got to see them exactly the way they were before they butchered them. If they could make it to the theater, that is right, yeah. they were butchered. right. And I love RoboCop. It's just one of those like it's what, Paul Verhoeven. I, and, when I heard about the title, I was just kind of like, yeah. robot cop movie who cares but what paul verhoeven brings to that oh my god just the little bumper commercials you know i'd buy that for a dollar dollar. you know yeah and then he goes and makes starship troopers and showgirls which i love everything which in my opinion and it's starship troopers is finally starting to get appreciated yeah i never understood how people i don't think people understood the satire and they just didn't catch it and it's the yeah, same thing. Go. You have those little want to know more. You know, would you like to know more? It was the mm-hmm. same kind of feel yep. with yep. it. So, um, but yeah, like six seconds they cut out of this movie, and it's not the six seconds I would have figured they would have cut out of the film, <laughs> or would have hoped. <laughs> or whatever. Right. So, Kev, we'll, we'll watch some more dissolving breasts if we can lose some other shit. Kevin reaches <laughs> out to us and asks, and at the time I hadn't. He said, "Did you have you heard the one little piece of trivia?" Kevin, <laughs> yeah, go yeah. for it. So, um, Miriam Zucker, who uh, whose character is called Drunken Wench in the movie, uh, <laughs> she was the one who got taken the by Fred. Man, jeez, oh, she was the one who got you know taken by Fred and pretty much you know uh, raped. Well, Kevin, go ahead and say it. Raped, yeah, raped, raped to <laughs> death. <Absolutely. Around>. Raped. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, she actually was involved in the actual assault years earlier on um, see, a subway, some, right? Uh, New York subway. Yeah, in a subway by some thugs over in New York. And uh, the scene where the the zombies are whatever who are grabbing her and kidnapping her, it kind of brought some, you know, a lot of PTSD. So yeah, she had talked about like when that when they filmed the scene, it started bringing back like emotions why, and thoughts. Why in the hell, if you'd been that's the question yes. like that? That was exactly what we brought up in that scene. So we that's all, exactly what we've been so saying about the this discussion whole got brought up. Let me get this right. I'm you're you're gonna a drunk guy's gonna coax you. me, or I'm I'm drunk and I'm gonna be coaxed by a bum to go back to his place. I'm gonna get naked. We're Air quotes place, sex. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't he has have a that, no red flags fully, there. Fully no red flags. We, well, did, we discussed yeah, this yeah. when Kevin told me this. I'm like, so one, do you figure, like, uh, do you figure the director knew? 
I mean, this isn't she, this was her choice, right? She knew what she right. was going to be doing. And Kevin yeah. brought up Hogan's Heroes, right, Kev? Yeah, I mean, uh, it kind of reminds me of the time I found out the guy who played LeBeau. Well, um, he was the French guy in Hogan's Heroes. He was actually in a, a concentration camp during World War II. Oh, so shit. you figure, how the hell but would you... You were participate on Hogan's Heroes, right? How do you compartmentalize that? And Kevin's yeah. like, do you That's think sad. it was something for him? Like, uh, maybe this is how I cope. Like, yeah, maybe I make light of something know. serious that happened in life to me, and and that's how I cope with it. It's like, who knows? Uh, I have a weird Hogan Hogan's Heroes fact. I want to oh, hear. Go for it. <laughs> they shot the scene of uh, the movie Ilsa. She Wolf of the SS was shot on the set. I think I house. actually knew that, believe it or not. That's pretty awesome. Such a <laughs> weird yeah. fact. It is a weird fact. So but Bob strange. Crane was recording. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Taking pictures. Uh. But yeah, we read, Kevin read that to me, and I'm like, really? I'm like, you know, and she, she had to know. Like, I mean, I'm sure she read the script question mark right and had to had to know that scene was i mean she had to be sign up she had to okay you know in the end she had to say yes i'll do this what if if she agreed to really get drunk for that scene and then regretted doing it after that geez i would hate to hear that don't yeah (laughs) no i'm i'm on her page right now and seeing if there's anything else i can find out I don't know. And she was in 11 different films. But you got to admit, when you were watching that, you were like, what actress would even agree to yes. do that? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, it takes a special person to say, And okay, it's her first film. Yeah. Well, Ned Beatty's first film was Deliverance, and he was squealing yeah. like a pig. That's so. right. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> Wait, was that really his first film? Yeah. Yeah. No way. Have you ever okay. seen that, Matt? I have actually seen that. Yeah, that is a yes. they're they're a list of movies that for me are like one time got to see them, but then I don't really need to watch them a lot. <laughs> yeah, that, that's one that I saw too. Like it's great yeah. and it's 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 a wonderful movie, and I kind of need you like you kind of need to see it, and I've seen it, and I'm like, all right, cool. It yeah. messed me up because yeah. I grew up a Burt Reynolds fan. I was you know <laughs> Smokey and the Bandit, Hooper, you know Gator. all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, Gator later on, you know, but like. Before I think that was before Gator, but it was after the other lighthearted stuff that he had done. And seeing that movie, I'm like, "What the hell is Burt Reynolds in? What the what? What is this movie?" What's cool? And then you write from there. He goes to Gator, and what was the uh, other action one he did? Oh, I can't remember the name of it. There's like all- a scene in it, I think, where he's got like a he was like a um, bodyguard, I think. Oh man! Why well, I'm, I'm that's not yeah like, it's not triggered it. of course. Well, Hooper but. and Hooper he play, that's that's the stuntman movie right? That's the one where yep, they yep. they actually show the scenes of him from Deliverance going down the river because that's really Burt Reynolds doing those. Oh scenes. really? Yeah. So Hooper in, was right after that. In okay. Hooper, they show like he's they're watching the reel in Hooper of like his stunts, and on that reel is, is the scene of him in the river in Deliverance because it really is Burt Reynolds. Who did the the mm. stunt in in uh, uh, Deliverance. Deliverance? There's one of those weird facts. Even I, I knew. <laughs> so, so we all have them. We all have. Them. And then he goes on to Cannonball Burt Run. This is awesome. Cannonball Run. And, yeah. And and yeah. also one of my favorite roles. Um, whether you like striptease or not, he's he's oh, hilarious yeah. in it, man. He's so Boogie good. Nights. Yeah, Boogie Nights. He's yeah. a fantastic actor. Yeah, he was fun. 
uh, I, he could he could flip things like a switch where he'd go to like when he started playing the crazy old man role. It's like oh my god, this is like the best thing in the world. Like he's nailing this stuff. So I love the scene in striptease where he comes out all oiled up with the cowboy boots on. And stuff. <laughs> You're like you're buying it. He's crazy old man. I don't even know if this is fake. This might be real. So it might be. Yeah, it's great. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, what you want, Bert? <laughs> yeah, I mean. The, the, this was like Kevin said. This was her first movie, but she did go on to do other films, and really? I guess she, like I said, she had to. I mean, I'm sure she read the scene ahead of time and was like, "Okay, let's do it." So, so like, if she'll do this. She'll do anything. Yeah, I'm currently <laughs> looking her up, and there is not a lot about her that you can find online. Really? Um, yeah, like if she's alive for one, can't find that out. Really? Because I can't. Yeah, like oh. there's no birth date death date anything on imdb which is kind of typical information to have there but yeah it seems like she stopped making movies back in like the late 90s so she did so stuff for a didn't while really then. do a lot of stuff she did like, like 11 films well, that's a lot yeah. for 10 years 11 years True. I figure this yeah. was 87 yeah. so if she did late 90s you're figuring 10 or 11 years that's a that's a movie a year ish so yeah good run not bad not bad at all yeah, this was uh, this was a crazy one though, man. I I feel like um, so we, my wife and I, okay, so she says to me, um, I'll, I'll watch the movie with you, and I said, well, I, I don't I don't think you want to. <laughs> now this is before I knew, by the way. Um, but she's she doesn't mind horror, but she doesn't like really gory. And I'm like, I trust me, I've seen the preview. I don't think you want to watch this one with me. She says, okay. So she doesn't, and then I watch it, and I come and I looked at her and said, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you wouldn't have been okay with this movie. And she's yeah, like, you why? might think of me differently after watching this. <laughs> she one. said, "Why?" And I think I, you all think differently of me now. After watching <laughs> it. Nah, a bit, a I think about bit. the same. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I'm telling her about the scenes, and of course, she's like getting like kind of like, Ugh. and and uh, I said, you know what's weird though is I'm thinking about this a lot, and um, I said I, I'm gonna I, and. Rightly so. I said, I'm going to imagine that, that Aaron probably likes this movie a lot, and I'm guessing that it's something he experienced when he was young. I said that, and it happens, and we watch these movies, and they kind of they stick with us, and you were telling the story of how it all, you know, how this came about for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, and then there's also this, like, I would bet this is the kind of movie that a lot of guys caught, like, USA up all night. You know, we just, oh, yeah. we caught it, and that probably cut a lot of this out, but... I remember those nights, you know, sitting up, watching USA up all night, waiting for, you know, these kind of trauma-esque or trauma movies or horror movies or gore movies, like, to come on. And I said, I, because this movie has, like, a 67% on Rotten Tomatoes, which uh, I don't really, usually, interesting. yeah, I don't usually yeah. care. I only know that because that was on, like, I don't go check what the ratings are. But I saw that as I was reading facts about it, and I'm like, huh. And I, and I said, you know, it's probably because... A lot of people like yourself caught it when they were young, and some of these movies just stick with us. And it's like yeah. these were our early intro. Like I can go back now and watch films from the '80s and realize they're not that good. The ones that I remember being great, but I still love them because yeah. it was like my introduction to some of this stuff. I and I imagine yeah, this was to a me lot it of people. Was always a uh, it's a straight to video kind of like movie, you know, because. A lot of that stuff was uh, Lightning Video put out yeah. all the weird stuff, and they were that. This movie to me was always the, 
the lightning video movie. Yeah, I don't really see this one having a theatrical run personally. <laughs> so it did a, a limited theatrical Very run. Very limited. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The year, the year. Midnight. I, much this seems like a midnight movie, but so at the same he, time, like, they said they did a lot of midnight not. movies. Yeah, a lot of midnight yeah. movie showings and stuff was what I read about that as well. So, yeah. yeah. So limited the theatrical always, run. The thing I always I really know. liked about yeah. the movie was that it's just got so many characters. Like you were saying, there's really no, you know, I mean, you think it's it's Freddy. Freddie the protagonist, you know, or antagonist, protagonist, I guess. He's is he the hero of the film? But think about it, the Wizzy, that other bum, he like gets he, him to drink the he just viper pretty much and, kills him. and yeah. die. Yeah. 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 So he's not a good person. Yeah. yeah. Um as Kevin's as, probably the the best human being throughout the movie if you really think about yeah. it. Yeah. I I would I would argue that uh, the the girl who tries to give him a blowjob when he hasn't taken a shower in 3 months. Yeah, she's yeah, probably the a she's weird. the hero. One yeah. of those. Yeah, those I guess two. you could yeah. say that she's no. she's sort of innocent. Yeah. Well, they introduce well, this cop, that. and you think he's gonna, but but not really. <laughs> like it's, it's yeah. I don't know. Oh yes, we he's have to talk about too. him. Yeah, have to talk about him. Um, when I got to meet everybody from this film, um, you know, his name's Bill uh, Chappell, I think. Yeah, and um, he was a real New York cop. Yeah, yeah. So for this, this wasn't really a role for him. It was just a, okay, I get to act like I used to act when I was a cop. And so I'm sitting there talking to him and I'm like, I got to ask you, I said, what the hell, man? What's the scene where you puke on the guy after you kick his ass? And he's like, oh yeah, we used to do that. And I said, what? And he's like, yeah, when I was a New York cop, you know, some, some scumbag would like get out of line. We'd beat their ass. And then, you know, we'd piss on them sometimes, you know, puke on That's them, crazy. you know, to send a message. And I'm oh like, God. Jesus Christ. Wow. <laughs> hey, uh, have you looked up his IMDb yet? No. One acting credit. I, I'll let yeah, you take a guess it. what it is. <laughs> yeah. I know. He uh, played himself in the 20th anniversary reunion mm-hmm. and archive footage from something called the Meltdown Memory Memoirs. Yeah, Meltdown where he plays himself and he's a singer as well. So the Meltdown He was a cool guy. The Meltdown Memoirs I think are kind of like a what, little What was Aaron? He said he was He's a really cool guy. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. I think the Meltdown Memoirs are I think it's like a small documentary about this movie if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, I think it's it on the Synapse yeah. Blu-ray. Yeah. When they put the Blu-ray out, I think that they uh, which they filmed it around. Might the be really interesting to watch. I might have to check out the documentary. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Did you see like a restored version of the movie, or did you see like kind of a rough version? Of um, it was we watched what's on. It YouTube. was on YouTube. Honestly, though, I, I think we're all like we, nothing was cut that I'm aware of. It showed everything, mm-hmm. and um, it really wasn't. I don't know, but it really wasn't. Uh, it wasn't like a really bad version. It was. I mean, for the year and the budget, yeah, I felt like decent. it was fairly clean. Yeah. So I'm not I was sure. Say, the Blu-ray is pretty nice. Any and almost anything Synapse releases is, if they restore it on any level, it always looks beautiful. So yeah, it had been on. Um, what did I tell you? A Prime Video, and then when we went to watch it, it I guess it was yeah, it was off it of off. it now. And then yeah, Kev's like, "Hey, it's on YouTube," and uh, pulled it up, and I was like, "Yeah, but they're gonna cut it. They didn't cut anything." So I, but of course I'm I'm logged in as oh no, adult. just like full on like dick bouncing up and down mm-hmm. running down the stairs in Nudity. the first five minutes. It's the eighties, so yeah. lots of boobs and and uh, yeah. it's yeah. funny because sometimes you wonder if these streaming services even know what movies they're no you know offering <laughs> to people. I wonder. Did you I remember, check? Uh, huh. 
Uh, Matt, did you check to see if it was on Troma now? Because I know he has. They have a lot of Troma esque movies on there that aren't. Um, it does I feel very Troma. Yes. Didn't, but I can look. They put a lot of movies on there that aren't Troma movies that are just in the vein of Troma. As long as yeah, they're given like you know. Rabid Grannies might be on there. Mm-hmm. I know that they distribute that film, and everybody thinks that's a Troma movie, but it's really not. Rabbit. It is it's not on funny. There. It's not on there because okay. it's kind of like Dead Alive. If you've seen Dead Alive, oh god, yeah, yeah many Rabbit many Grannies times. Is, yeah, many many. Times. That one, that one, I might, I might see about getting one of my uh, nieces or nephews to come on and talk about that one because I alive. sat them all dead down alive. and said we're going to watch Dead Alive together. AKA guys. So Brain nice. Dead. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. By the way, they were like twelve at the time. I also used to introduce <laughs> that movie to everyone. Matt, that was uh, yeah. uh, Spanky. Will talk a lot about that because I introduced that movie to him and, and all of my friends back in high school, and I watched that movie, and it's like I have never laughed so hard at. Gore it, it and blood. So I can't ask for the Lord. Oh my God, it's so good. And I so still good. laugh at that movie every time I watch it. You're, you're, like the scene where the, the another another scene where somebody eats food over a corpse. The, yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's it's a trope. It always happens. Yeah. Um, the scene where they're like eating at the table and the pus is like squirting. <laughs> And, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, the, the <laughs> and you're sitting there laughing your ass off, going, "Oh God! Oh no! Don't eat it!" You know, but you can't. You can't help it because it's so. F- oh my God! My favorite line from that movie, as as we get off on a small tangent, is not "I kick ass for the Lord." My favorite line in that movie is, "Your mother ate my dog." Yeah. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> like, so, good. Kevin, have you ever like- seen uh, Dead Alive? <laughs> I have not. Ooh, yeah, good thing it's on the list. It is. So this is this is um this is it's so fun. Early like Peter Jackson, right? This is like like a second film. I think. I I will say it. I don't care. I'll go on the record. It's the goriest (laughs) film ever made. Yeah. Yes. Definitely the goriest I've ever seen. But in Kevin, not in the way you're. You will be laughing your ass off at the gore. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like the amount of blood they use is ridiculous. Yeah. Like let's I throw mean, someone's head into a blender. But it is turn it on. It is definitely that like I'm New like Zealand crazy sense of humor through the whole thing. Wait a minute. I think I have seen this. It's zombie Where it's a zombie walks movie. Through a, a crowd of zombies yeah, with yeah. a llama with a llama or strapped yeah. to his chest, yeah. And he's just yeah. <laughs> It's so good. And two zombies have a. Uh, they get together. The priest. And <laughs> the priest. Non, yeah. the, they uh, get together. The nurse. The nurse. Uh-huh. And then they have the baby. They have <laughs> yeah. a the baby zombie, zombie baby. Thing. Yep. My favorite part of that movie is when he takes the zombie baby to the park in the <laughs> yeah. stroller, and he's trying to pretend like he's being like a. Uh, he's watching what other people are doing with the babies and trying to simulate it. Only it's not working, and he ends up punching the baby. In front of Oh my god! Uh, now we gotta I watch. I feel it. like so that good. was probably like just something fun that Peter Jackson wanted to do. Yeah, like it, let's, it's let's go to the sidebar. park. Let's go to the park, guys. You know, oh, I want to say that. I want to say that they did film that as an after fact. Like they were just like, wouldn't oh. it be funny if? Because uh, <laughs> I, I hope I, so. I, I met Timothy Bond, the the star of the movie, and I asked him about you know when I interviewed him. And one of the things I remember him telling me was he said, now, in New Zealand, you know, there's there's basically one movie studio where they shoot everything, where all the sound stages and whatnot are. And he said, we, uh, you know, we all had to stay in, you know, our gore, whatever gore we were in that day, we had to stay that way all day for continuity's sake for filming. 
but yet it would be lunchtime, so we'd have to go eat. So we'd go to the cafeteria, <laughs> and they're like all these people there in these like you know other movies like I don't even know like Shakespearean stuff or whatever. And they walk in, and they're all like disgusting looking, and they're sitting there eating, and they were like people are getting up right and left and leaving the cafeteria because they couldn't stand to look at them. God. I think Funny. what we need to do, uh, and I'm being 100 percent honest, as soon as we get so. Uh, we've been talking about it on the show a lot. We've been um, and we'll, we've been working on. We're getting a uh, YouTube channel set up. We're going to continue nice. doing this, but what we want to start doing is um, in the future when we do Twisted Kid episodes, it'll be amongst some of the other stuff we have planned. We're gonna we're gonna film us as we watch movies and talk about them as we're watching them. Um, awesome. I think we should plan since Kevin has never seen Dead Alive. Oh, no, I've yeah. seen it. Oh, oh, you have seen it. I thought you just said yeah, you had I have seen, seen it. it. Okay. Well, we'll, still. we'll throw you know, something else to it. I <laughs> think still, though, we should do uh, one of our first episodes when we actually get to film of, of watching Dead Alive. We should, and we should try to get Aaron to come back on and do it with us because yeah. I, I love the freaking movie and uh, it's great. Um, so I, I want to hear a little more. You said you got to meet some of the cast and, and you wanted to talk about that for a, a minute. I, I, I really want to hear about Main, some of Mainly this. the cop because that okay. was just a that is, really interesting revelation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like the 80s were a wild Because it did seem like yeah. a really random scene in oh, the yeah, film. Yeah, we used to puke on people. Like, <laughs> yeah. fucking why? But apparently it was because <laughs> they were like police brutality at its worst in New York. Well, this was yeah. late 80s New York. So yeah, this is before yeah. it kind of went through that research. He said that, right? that he's like, man, we could get away with anything. And I was just like, Jesus. <laughs> That's he's like very like proud of this fact too. It was kind of scary, and he's a, he was still a scary looking guy. He's bigger than like in person. He's a little bit more intimidating than you would think in the movie. I mean, when you see him go up against Bronson, they're both big guys, you know. Yeah. And uh, he he kind of looked like you know your seventies type of guy that you know probably could beat the shit out of most people just with his old man strength or something. Um, Mike Lackey, the guy who plays Fred or Freddy. Um, He's actually really cool and very talented guy. In fact, he uh, he was telling us how he was going to do a street trash comic, and he did actually release it. It's out there. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah. Kind of hard to find, but yeah, it's it's. And he, I think he drew the whole thing and wrote it. Oh, that's everything. really it's cool. Really cool. Yeah, it's really really cool. And then Roy Roy from Kiss, I've met him several times, and he's a really fun guy to talk to about you know, the movies and everything. And he did a um, really good documentary about Dawn of the Dead. Um, and uh, I, I, well, oh, this was an interesting fact about the movie, too. Um, Brian Singer, you know, X-Men. Yes. Yeah, I yeah. saw that. I read that. He was too. a gopher on the movie. Yeah, I said, what I did Brian that. do on the movie? And he's like, we, we ran and got pizza. He ran and got whatever we needed. You know, he just like ran around and just kind of was absorbing how to make a movie by being on the set. I thought that was always that is pretty cool. interesting fact. Well, see, there's so some weird. more credibility, and right? That, yeah. And that happens a lot. Like sure. you think about these. So, <laughs> why well, tell people yeah. like we don't we don't get that anymore? Like it is hard. You're hard pressed now to find like. It's not to say they don't make uh, low budget movies aren't quite as fun anymore. They just look no. and feel like low budget movies that wish I they agree weren't. With you. They don't have heart. And if you go yeah. back and look at even all the trauma stuff and all the guys that came out of trauma, because that's just where they got their starts. Where they, I mean, yeah, James, James Gunn, Gunn, obviously, yeah. and uh, Matt Stone Samuel and Trey Parker, Jackson, you know, Eli Costner, and they, yeah. it's because they went on these sets and they got to see how movies were made. I mean, Lloyd talked to us a lot about um, 
how on the on the set they uh they would do cheap effects and like hey no no we can make a head we can make a head pop we just go buy a watermelon and we run it over and he jokes a lot about how he's like uh for all i know james gunn's doing that now you know like that's maybe that's what james is doing but if you watch peacemaker for example you see a lot of that stuff in there a lot of that same kind of dark comedy and and like a little over the top blood, maybe not to the same extreme as like a trauma he always, movie. I, I love that all of those, you know, people are still they want to make sure people know they're still legit horror fans. Like he had like there was a store called Fulci's in there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fulci's video or yeah. something, you know. So like you're like, Yes, he's still with us. <laughs> and it's great that he is. Like yeah. like because uh, the people watching these movies now and, and the series like Peace make they're the guys, they're us, who grew up watching, mm-hmm. you know, these movies. So it's good yep. that this stuff's still out there. I, I, small, small, small tangent. I mean, we all know, uh, well, not all. I, for all I know, some people love the DC films. But DC seems to be a b- bit of a train wreck, and I keep saying to everyone, the, yeah. c- the few times they keep getting it right, um, they need to figure out, they need their own Feige, and I think it needs to be James Gunn. Like I yeah. keep saying it, I'm like if you let like James, his, everything his stuff is the only stuff I've actually enjoyed, and the stuff he delivers is great. And same with you go to Guardians of the Galaxy, same kind of feel. Then he comes over here and does his his Suicide Squad is awesome, yeah. and then Peacemaker yeah. is awesome. And I'm like, yeah. let this guy have a little control because he gets it. Like he's having fun with it. He's not trying to go all dark and gloomy. He gets it, and he's making yeah. it fun. I would I love think to he's not that. hiring extremely questionable people to play the Flash. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, I, I don't know. DC's weird. Like, I, yeah. I don't get it. Like, at first, I was kind of like, okay, I like the Superman movie. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I like Batman versus Superman or whatever it was called. I actually, you know, it was, it was a little over the top, but it was still okay. I'm with you. You got me still. And then we got to Justice League, that mm. the cut, theatrical cut, and I went, okay, you lost me. And then actually, just, you know, Aquaman, I kind of enjoyed it. James that, Wan did great, great job I with it. I feel the same um, way. I feel so. But I heard that something like the new stakeholders have taken over. Yep. Like I guess was it Discover, Discovery or who? Yeah, I think bought? Discovery Plus. I think yeah. something. They and I heard that like I don't know. I mean, this is rumor. I don't know for sure, but I heard something like they're they were gonna like. I guess they finished this um, Batwoman movie. Batgirl, yeah. Basically, or Batgirl, yeah. yeah, which is basically like Batman Beyond, only they replaced you know the Batman character with a female. And uh, I think Michael Keaton plays yep, old he man played Batman. Batman and, yep. and they're, they're just going to flush they it down the toilet it. and not release it. So yeah. I read today it's an, they, they made some – it was a $90 million movie, and it was supposed to be on HBO directly, and then – the first rumor was, well, it needed to be bigger, but they weren't going to drop more money into it. So then, then what I read is, well, actually, they they're gonna they're not going to lose money because it's some insurance deal. But because of that insurance deal, this movie will never see the light of day. And Ugh, it was done pretty sucks. much. Brandon Fraser was in yep. it. Yep. Brandon Fraser was playing the bad guy. Like I, it was, I was kind of excited, but it's there. It's. Never, they said it'll never see the light of day because of this insurance. If that's what happens, and it'll they end can't. up being the one thing that would have put DC back on the map. I'll tell yeah. you, yeah. I, I now I didn't like the Superman movie, but I'm not a. It's hard for me because I'm not a Superman fan, so I I'm, I have a hard enough either. time going in. Yeah. I'm not, but what I liked about it was they were like, okay, Superman's an alien. He's not a human. Yeah. Being. 
they really stressed that. And I thought that that's something approach I have not seen really taken. And like, they've kind of stayed consistent with that. Even in the Batman versus were, Superman there movie, were he things, starts to show elements of, of a human. There were things I, I, I actually did appreciate those aspects. There were aspects of it. I did like, but mm-hmm. overall the movie was just too dark for me. Like it was too, like there was nothing uplifting. It's like, mm, this, yeah, this, this sucks. And, my problem, I agree with you 100%. When I get onto uh, Aquaman, I'm like, okay, I didn't think the plot was great, but the directing and the acting was fun, and there was enough in it that I kind of enjoyed it. You know, mm-hmm. like, so, I, and I like, it was I, fun I, enough. Yeah. Mm. I really liked Wonder Woman, and I got really excited, and then I saw Wonder yeah, Woman 84, I like too. which I think might Ugh. be one of the worst uh, yeah. superhero movies I've ever seen in my life. Um, so bad. My argument, and I get people do not like me for this. Everybody says, release the Snyder Cut, release the Snyder Cut, and they release the Snyder Cut, and everybody's like, now that movie's fantastic. I'm like, no, it's better because yeah, there's plot that was better. missing, but it took four hours to get that plot because DC didn't want to work up to anything. They just wanted to shove right. it all in one movie. And the re- I was like, the, the pr- reason it had to be that long is because they didn't build any of these characters. They just shoved them in a movie and said, here they are. Yep. And it was better, but I didn't think it was great. Uh, I thought it was uh, okay. And But now I loved Shazam, and I loved Wonder Woman. So Yeah, I like Shazam, too. I thought that was really surprisingly good. Occasionally yeah, they... Sinbad's really good. It? <laughs> <laughs> it's not real. That's... Isn't that the one everybody says is a Mandela effect thing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that Shazam, because Sinbad says he was never in a movie where he played a genie. Yeah. So I swear <laughs> to God, I remember it too. I'm not lying about that. I really do remember it. So Everybody but, just has it confused with Kazam. That's what, that's what, it that's is. what they keep saying, but I swear I remember Sinbad wearing, wearing... I remember Shaq, but I remember Sinbad wearing a genie hat. I swear to God, I remember. And apparently yeah. he did a skit. They did a skit on like... Saturday Night Live or something making fun of it, but I swear to God, I remember it. <laughs> That's I, I do. That is weird. And I also remember the Baron uh, Berenstein Bears, not the Berenstain Bears. I swear to God, I remember that too. <laughs> like, all right, whatever. But uh, yeah. it's just a rip in the uh, multiverse. Uh, That's all. I'm yeah. saying. Thanks, Doctor Strange. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I just watched that Morbius movie the other day. Yeah, I haven't. I've I watch almost every superhero movie but i have not watched it yet what did you think it's lacking a story really what i've heard it's it's a mess it's just all over the place um cool visuals they did a good job on the makeup effects okay Um, but overall it just feels like the movie's trying to hurry up and get over with so it can have a good sequel because it sets itself up for a sequel which i think is a little Cocky. presumptions yeah yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's like how do you know you're gonna get to that and then there's that weird situation where like they put it out in the theater yeah and then everybody was like it didn't do well and everybody's like oh no it didn't get a fair shot you gotta put it out again nobody knew it was out and they're like okay and they put it out again and then it failed again yeah <laughs> it's yeah. like what happened there? well Why, it's because from what i understand people were ironically watching it like a bunch of like people just decided we're, we're going to check this out. And then they started saying it was really good as a result mm, of that. Well, okay. and then they're like, okay, we'll put it out again. Yeah. And now, well, from what I heard too, although, the previews, although I did, I did hear one of the best, like 
exclamations of glee from a child's voice in Target recently when he goes, oh, they have Morbius, Dad! And I was like, that's that's cool. He's excited. <laughs> that is cool. Let him have yeah. his fun. Yeah. And I might I'm not going to say anything. Might, and but, as a uh, kid watching yeah. Morbius, sure. I'm sure you'd it's enjoy probably great. it. Because, yeah. again, you're not worried about the story so much. You just want to yeah. see him turning into a vampire a bunch of times. Yeah. I will say, apparently, the previews had a bunch of Spider-Man connections and none of it's in the movie. It, yeah, it and, does. Um, I, and they're I, weird. I also don't like Jared Leto as an actor at all. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> He's And that's killing me. Yeah. Because they're supposedly doing Tron 3 and he's supposedly in it. And I'm like, oh, God, please don't hurt me because I love Tron so much. And I'm like, please don't. But I'm not a big fan of How do you think he's going to method act that one? I don't know yet. (laughs) We'll see. And I'm going to watch it. Did he he drink a bunch of people's blood to be in Morbius? (laughs) He probably did. (laughs) (laughs) He looked like he needed to because half of the movie he's skinny and looks like he's dying. And the other half he's kind of like sort of semi-buff, I guess you could say. Yeah. So they had to have shot that movie over a long period of time for him to do that. I'm going to have to watch it. You did, know. did he try it to hunt down bad. Paul McCartney to be in that movie where he killed John Lennon? <laughs> I, what? Oh, did he play He's Yeah, he Mark played... Uh, yeah, Mark David Chapman. Really? Huh. Yeah, oh, and okay. like put on the weight for it. Huh. Like He is unrecognizable in it. Really? Yeah. yeah. Is that the like, one where he got really sick? Because he tried to probably was, like he was either he the putting put on, on the actual weight. weight. Yeah, yeah, I think because let me, he was so let me look it up. I want to say it's called Chapter Forty Seven or something. He's I know. probably done the most weight loss, weight gain yeah. for movies. Him and Christian Bale. He's great to, in that though. I've Dallas heard. Bears I've heard he's yeah. good in that. Yeah, yeah. I actually haven't yeah. seen that either. I'm just not a fan. So nice. I. But he's I've good. heard he's really good in that. Christian Bale does that a lot too. If you've seen like the machine, yeah, the yeah, I was gonna say yeah. the he must have yeah. got it from Christian Bale after he chopped him up with an axe and <laughs> yeah, chapter twenty seven. So it's called Paul Allen. Oh God. <laughs> well, um, let me see Paul Allen's card. Yeah, I want before we uh, before we wrap this up. I want. I want to get each person in turns, like just general thoughts on this film. And I'm, I want to start with Kevin. Kevin, uh, I want your general thoughts on Street Trash overall um, for overall, a first time. Yeah, it was it was really rough. I mean, the rape scenes <laughs> d- does get you, but overall, I could see why this film does have like a cult following. There are certain things that you know I did kind of like about it. I mean, for one. The gory parts were very colorful and exciting, and also towards the end, like during the end credits, uh, let's see when the uh, uh, let's see the mob boss was about to kill that uh, one doorman dude who absolutely deserved to get whacked. Uh, they had like a really cool back and forth that <laughs> that I was fun. That I thought that stuff movie. was fun. Yeah. I actually thought I'm all the their now. I yeah. thought all their back yeah. even the stuff in the police station I thought was pretty fun with uh, with them that, going back and forth. Yeah, so I did. I enjoyed that. Uh, Matt, what were your overall? What was your overall uh, thoughts on this? I mean, it's it's probably going to sound a little bit like an echo. I liked the, I liked the goo, the goo that was involved was pretty fun. A lot of a lot of bright colors that uh, just looked like just a Lisa Frank folder just threw up all over everything. It was great. <laughs> there you go. Uh, it was fantastic, uh, and then it got real dark. Yeah. <laughs> and then it it got more, you know, more colors, but yep. uh it it could have it could have used more um exploding hobos <laughs> and melting hobos. Um 
a few less drunken winches being raped to death <laughs> and then raped after death. A uh, few less of that. Yeah. Take some of that out. Add more uh, gooey awesome. hobos. Well, I just want to say there was only one, which makes that great. You're like, less of yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I could have done without that entire the entire thing. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoyed the car uh, fort that they had. Yeah, that was That was kind of cool. Yeah. It was a little uh, a layer, um, you know, kind of kind of cool little like dimension they could go into. Um, it was gross and cozy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was grosy, if you grosy, will. Yeah, um, oh, lots of titties in it. Um, there was there's titties abound <laughs> everywhere. Um, titties galore. T- tits galore. Uh, that's the sequel to Street Trash. Tits galore. Um, but yeah, it I I. Like I said, I honestly enjoyed like the melting part. Like when I saw that, there was an audible "fuck yeah" the first time it yeah. happened from from me. And then uh, when Bronson's head got ripped off by the the thing, another uh, substantial "fuck yeah." yeah was said. I loved that scene a lot. That so. was pretty great. Um, but yeah, I mean, like if if I had seen this back back when it came out, back when I was younger. 100%. One, I probably wouldn't have watched it. I probably wouldn't have been able to watch it, you know, for multiple reasons. Um but if I like snuck the VHS home, you know, one night and watched it, I probably would have enjoyed it. Hundred um, percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But watching it <laughs> as we've said in the past on other other episodes, watching this type of movie with twenty twenty two eyes is a little difficult. It's a little different. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> however, that being said, uh, it it was somewhat enjoyable. Um, I had to watch it in, in chunks, and I'll not echo. unlike how the homeless people became chunks. Uh, but yeah, it was it was fun. I'll echo a lot of that. For me, um, that the one scene was hard to watch and a little difficult. And for me, it was only the what made it the most difficult is it was is it was played up as a joke. However, yeah. Uh, lack of real plot aside, I, the rest of the movie, I actually enjoyed it. And once we got past that scene and got into the whole like, okay, here's your like subplot with the crazy mobsters, and here's here now we're getting into uh, you know the cops coming down there and the whole Bronx and stuff. I actually really enjoyed that. And if they would have done more of that, I think it would have been like a really fun ass movie. And but yeah, all, all of that aside. The uh, all the melting scenes, all the just, even the lack of any explanation, just kind of making it a thing. I really yeah. enjoyed all that, and I'm like, I, I, at the first few minutes, I was like, okay, great movie. Then it got for a few minutes, I'm like, mm. and then it kind of got me again at the end. I'm like, all right, I had fun at the end of this movie. I really did. So, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, I agree. If I'd have seen this when I was a kid, this would have been one of those that just stuck with me. Like, yeah, yeah, that movie. Have you ever seen Street Trash? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I would have shared it with everyone, which is what Aaron did for us tonight. So, yeah. Uh, which, by the way, just you know, going back to Bronson, um, he had this knife, the bone knife that was like oh, yeah. clearly somebody's femur. Well, they talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it it was just like I like how it got broken at one point by being stabbed into somebody. Uh, I think it was the cop got stabbed with it. Um, yeah. And he's just like, oh, shit, well, I need a new knife. So he just makes another knife out of somebody else's leg. I was like, oh, oh, that that's pretty intense. Like, I think what wonder happened was, how often there, was a blade, with there was a blade coming out of the end of the bone. I guess he had 
somehow put a knife blade into the bone and when he breaks it breaks off in the back of the cop yeah and if you yeah see he later, stabs you see him, him sharpening yeah. the bone because yeah. now he has to make the bone itself into a knife because yeah. the knife broke off the end of it i'm guessing and he, at least that's what he, I, I yeah and they talked about that femur bone at the beginning and yeah when he stabs he stabs the cop in the back and that's what it looked like to me too like yeah. the blade broke off and then and you the other see cop him told the cop not to go in there alone. He tried to listen. Didn't yeah. listen. He didn't listen. The, the yeah. goofy looking cop with the gun pointed at his, you know, privates with his Mickey Mouse muscle <laughs> shirt on. <laughs> Don't forget about that guy. That guy was awesome. <laughs> I will say this, uh, Kevin, you mentioned uh, the guy, the, the, the shithead who's, you know, lets the bum walk off with the girl yeah. Yeah. who's uh, works at the restaurant. That's James Lorenz. And um, there's a movie. It's. Gosh, I guess that's uh, Frank Henenlotter. Are you guys familiar with his movies yeah. like Brain Dead? And oh yeah, yeah. Brain oh Damage, god, yeah. Brain Damage and uh, stuff like. Uh, anyway, um, James Lorenz is the he's Doctor Frankenstein or Frankenhooker in Frankenhooker. Oh okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, <it's nice. laughs> I remember that yeah, movie he's, well too. <laughs> he's he's such a cool actor and like it was really exciting to meet him because I don't know why, but in my brain I put him up there with like you know some of the 80s like characters those like teenage characters that like really emulated what the 80s were and he's the he's the new york douchebag kind of like tough kid who just won't stop talking shit yeah i love and, like, he that. plays that character to a and everything he's ever been in he's just that character no matter yeah, what that's I why i said if they would have played it well that's that stuff if they would have done like I wanted more of that. Like it Those was cracking two, yeah. me up. It was a lot Feeding of fun. Off each other. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love the way Trash they, was his first film as well. I love the way they yeah. ended it yeah. with the credits and him just like ripping on him and uh, and them drinking yeah. it, not even showing it to you. Him just sort of describing yep. what's going on was a lot of fun. And, and so. you gotta, you gotta, you know, as as rough a movie as it is, they could have been worse. Sure. I mean, they don't really yeah. show you this. They don't show assaults, you anything. You that know, is true. Implied. True. Right. So I mean, you got to give them a little credibility <laughs> yeah, for that. That is true. And I did think about that. Like at least we didn't see it. Like they could have made that raunchy that like we could have seen stuff and we didn't and they so. even tried to make it look like you know these are like like you i think kevin mentioned they're like zombies or something like carrying her away you right. know they really right. turn them into monsters so they're not like humans when it's happening they're these shadow dwelling creatures yeah. that like take her off into the darkness and then your imagination has to go horribly wild and it did happen <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean if you just Less look at more. that seat alone you're just thinking oh these are just horny zombies but right. you're not but your brain like our so it's tw- like the post sadness 20, yeah, yeah post 2022 brain is thinking oh all right this is gonna get dark but yeah. luckily we didn't see the darkness <laughs> which so now i will say the look on her face as that's happening and that bit of trivia She's either a fantastic actor or she was having a flashback. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she looks horrified for yeah. sure when they're carrying her. Yeah. Well, I so. yeah. in the end we we watched it. I I appreciate you bringing it to us. <laughs> it was yeah. a film. This is no, but this is what we do. This is what Twisted Kid yeah. is all about, man. This is one hundred percent. I agree with you. It is. It's you know. It it's very feels like trauma. It it definitely has that you know vibe of straight to eighties video. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of a really yeah. way, a good way to describe it as a straight mm-hmm. to video '80s horror film. Yeah. There was enough um, fun in it too. There was enough yeah. fun in it. There really was. Yeah. And uh, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to pick something where you guys are like, "Man, that movie was. It was weird, but it had no substance at all to it." Yeah. 
because there's well, a lot of that. Out there's there. a lot of that. I, I will say, I think, I think Jay and Kevin can agree. Uh, I'm kind of glad you didn't come on and be like, oh yeah, it's the best thing I've ever seen. And you're just like, <laughs> like no apologies for anything. You actually like are analyzing this movie a little yeah. bit and you know, that, I that's, will admit, that's comforting a little bit. Right. We're not, I we're will not admit. sitting here going like, oh man, this is rough. And you're like, no man, this is all great shit. And I'm like, no, there was some things that didn't need to happen. I, and, I, yeah. you know, I haven't seen it in a while and yeah. seeing it now, like that's what I, is interesting about cinema you know, like you were saying, when you're young and you're watching like Faces of Death and Traces of yeah. Death, and you're look, you're you're on this cinematic mission to find the weirdest, most screwed up thing yeah. that's going to push you to the edge. You know, and then generally you find Salo and you go, "Okay, I'm done." Oh um, yeah. But yeah. anyway, when you when you have that mindset, yeah, you're you know that's where you are. And then as you get older, you're like more sensitive. You're more yeah. aware of things, and you go, "Wow." I'm, man, I must have been pretty yeah. screwed up back then. Yeah. It was a different time. You, you have a, you have a stack of movies that you don't want your wife to ever watch <laughs> <laughs> because she'll just leave. So that's different. where my still, my copy of Cannibal Holocaust lies. Yeah, there you and, go. You know. Different time. But I also love those movies <laughs> yeah. because you know I used I, I was lucky enough to talk to Stuart Gordon about shock cinema, and you know I said to him I said you know I, I'd love that you know even when you stopped making horror movies and you did stuck and you did king of the ants and you did edmund you still did something that's very like edgy with you know what you were working with and he said well you know shock is important he's like if people don't make shocking films and push cinema to the level of what's acceptable you know then it's almost like anarchy you know like film should be anarchy it should be whatever you can imagine no matter how horrible no matter how immoral you know if if you feel you can put that on screen in a way that is entertaining to somebody well i'm not saying maybe you should but (laughs) yeah there's a you know that that's the medium i mean if you look at the 70s the grindhouse films you look at you know the the torture porn films that came out around saw and all that time period Mm. so we go through these trends with cinema where we're trying to shock you know everybody's trying to shock everybody um you go back to the witch trial films like mark of the devil and all that stuff in the 80s that was considered really shocking for its time um mark of the devil was like banned in a bunch of countries and then you know like you mentioned all the cannibal Italian cannibal films. Yeah. They're really rough. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, mean, yeah. mean spirited. I avoid most and of them. And <laughs> yeah, there's on purpose. And there is like the a, French films that came out a while back. Oh like yeah. The French extreme yeah. films. Yeah, yeah. Martyrs and frontiers, frontiers and inside. Yeah. It's oh God. Inside. Oof. Forget about that one. God, I love man. inside though. It's it by the way, martyrs, one of my is, martyrs is like right on top of the cannibal Holocaust copy. Oh as yeah. Well. Oh uh, yeah. The girl next door. That's in there too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's a rough one for sure. Jack catch them, right? Yeah. 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 Have you ever seen The Lost, by the way? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Found out that's actually based on a real guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Put real crushed cans in his shoes to make him, you know, taller. And yeah, yeah, it's. Would have been a little little easier to do if he just, like, got some lifts. Yeah, Yeah, they sell those. They sell those. Nah, nah. Psychos don't do stuff like that. True. I think he wanted to be in pain all the time, is why he did it. Probably. He wanted to be in pain and look like Elvis. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the offspring? Uh, yes. And that they made the woman after that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Gotcha. Equal. Cool. Yeah. Those are great too. Yeah. I love Jack Ketchum stuff. Cause he's again, one of those 
and he was more of a writer like he was yeah. like well, i forget what they called them like uh like splatterpunk i think yeah. writers yeah and uh, which that was that was something i like getting going back to uh, street trash i had actually heard that term to describe street trash in the past yeah splatterpunk yeah, so, I would yeah. say that too because it's kind of again very anarchic filmmaking yeah. where you don't care like you know that maybe in, in 30, 40 years people are going to go, uh, dude, Ugh. this is yeah. wrong. <laughs> you shouldn't have done this. Yeah, you but, traumatized a woman, sir. <laughs> exactly. At least one. <laughs> yes, but no, I'm sure it was more than one. We didn't, yeah, we didn't even mention the the uh, junkyard owner going after the the Asian lady whose name I forget. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that happened that too. Was super creepy. Yeah, and then pretends to die on top of her. Yeah, <laughs> I wondered about that scene. Well, I mean, it kind of leads back into his necrophilia thing. Maybe he wants to be both the giver and receiver. Yeah, there you go. So it's true. Yeah, deeply analytical thoughts on street trash. There you go. Yeah. And he he feels <laughs> yeah. very trauma too. He like, does. When you yeah. see that oh, character. Yeah, yeah. You you, yeah. you think of the guy in um, Newcom High, yeah. or you think of the. You know, I don't know. He's in almost every one of the early trauma movies. Yeah. Mike, Michael Hertz, I think. Yeah. Or no, um, he passed away a few years ago. I can't think of the guy's name right now, unfortunately. Yeah. But it, it is kind of like a trauma movie, but a kind of a step up from that. I agree. Yeah. But it's not much more than a step up beyond that. Yeah. <laughs> Not so, it, it's pretty close. But, it's but it, it definitely yeah. had a little more production value, I felt like, overall. So. Yeah. Yeah, it did. It did. You can tell they took their time with it and tried to do the best they could. And I don't know. It's, you know, a lot of independent films, like you said, they just, I don't know, they don't have much heart. This movie, not anymore. They cared cared about some of the messages. Some of the messages are a little, yeah, why is that in there? But, you know, obviously, when you, what you said about Roy saying that uh, the movie was created just to offend everybody. Yeah. I think there's a lot of filmmakers that go through this period in their life where they're, kind of pissed at the world and this is the way i think they uh they deal with it is they make a movie where they just say whatever they really feel and uh pretty crazy (laughs) yeah well uh i appreciate you bringing it to us and coming on the show like overall like i said i had fun (laughs) (laughs) i did we always have fun watching these things yeah it's a new experience there's a certain amount of fun that goes along with with watching all of these for us and that's why we that's kind of why we do it and I'm serious, man. We'd love to have you back on when we do. Uh, we, yeah, should, we should get on together and do topic. Dead Alive. I think that'd be a lot of fun, especially when, once we Hell get the video yeah. set up and we'll all get on yeah. and, and talk it out. Um, but I want to say, again, everybody get out. If you can make it to Horror Hound, come out to one. We've talked about it numerous times. I've talked to people from from you know other states and gotten them to come out, and they've every time they've been happy. So yeah. if yeah. you're a fan of Thank any of the, and you know what? Being a horror fan is great, and it, it we have brought fans that are people that are not horror fans to Horror Hound, and they've had a fantastic time. Yeah. So you don't have yeah. to be. Yeah, You're going to see some crazy shit. Be prepared for that. Oh yeah, <laughs> You're going to do some crazy watching. shit, right, Kevin? People watching is yeah, I mean, fantastic. Yeah, there. I pretended I was an ambulance one. He night. did. It's a real thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what were you doing? The, like uh, the cowboy hat, and, and there was a cowboy. It was a lot of uh, there was yeah. there was some motorboat, and there was a whole thing. Krav Maga or something. <laughs> there was some Krav Maga. There was yeah, yeah Krav Maga in the morning. In the morning, in the morning. was know. it at Whorehound? Hungover uh, Krav Maga yeah. happened. Uh, for real, uh, <laughs> yeah. So we have pictures, but everybody go over and and please check him out. Horrorhoundweekend.com. You can go over there right now and uh, you know get get your tickets for the upcoming one here in a couple of weeks. 
uh, Aaron, it was awesome having you on the show, man. Really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, it's Thanks. a blast, uh, man. And appreciate we'll, it. We'll, we'll have you back. We'd love to have you back. So, uh, yeah. yeah um, hey, if you're ever in Kansas City, definitely hook up I, with I Matt. Want to go there? I want to visit Kansas City. Get, Get some, some barbecue. barbecue. <laughs> I, I extend that. I extend that to everybody just because I, I love barbecue and I really want to get more with other that's people. The- when I go to Kansas City, that's the first thing we're going to get, like a raft, a plane, yeah. barbecue. Get some barbecue. Dude, you can just not do the that. There are barbecue places in our airport. Well, let's not do that. That's good. Really like, good barbecue. That's yeah. so. You can do that. <laughs> well, Matt, do you want to send this one off? Yeah. Hey, everybody. Just remember. Just like these guys, guys you, you too, too are a twisted kid. <laughs> Oh, God, that is loud. God damn it. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs>